0: What's new? How is the world treating you? Pastor Henry Harder, the Renewal Singers, and I, Ed Peters, welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. We return today for one more study in Matthew chapter seven, the final chapter of our Lord's discourse from His Sermon on the Mount. On our previous study, our focus was on the illustration Jesus used to point out those that were his followers, those that were wise and built their house on rock, against those that were not his followers who foolishly built their house on sand. The house built on rock would stand the storms of life, while the house built on sand would collapse under the storms of life. Now, today we come to verses 28 and 29 of Matthew chapter 7, and they deal with the effect of the Sermon on the Mount. Matthew tells us that the people who heard the teachings of Jesus were astounded at his teachings, not only at his doctrine, but also concerning the manner in which he taught. For he taught them as having divine authority, as lawgiver, expounder, And judge not as they were accustomed to by their scribes teachings now here are the final two verses of Matthew chapter 7 and they read the crowds were amazed at Jesus's teachings for he taught as one who had great authority and not as their Jewish leaders
1: Now, here to bring us our study for
0: today is Pastor Henry Harder.
1: The people were astounded at the sense of authority which the speaker exuded. What was it about him? Was it the manner in which he spoke? Was it his attractive or powerful personality or his vocabulary, his powers of persuasion or the content? What was it that amazed that Jewish audience? They were spellbound. The words of the talk were recorded by Matthew in chapter 5 through 7 of the first gospel. The speaker was Jesus. The people were Jews, his people according to the flesh. After Jesus concluded the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew writes, When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching because he taught as one who had authority and not as their teachers of the law. Chapter 7, 28 to 29. I want to focus on those words of Matthew today. It might not appear that way at first glance, but they speak volumes. Listen to them again. When Jesus finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching because he taught as one who had authority and not as their teachers of the law. These words, or words very similar, are used five times by Matthew in this gospel. There was something about Jesus that astounded humans. That word amazed comes from a Greek word meaning to strike out. It is a much stronger word than simply wonder or to be surprised. The people were overwhelmed. They were struck out. What was so overwhelmingly impressive about Jesus? What caused the astonishment in his audience? What was the authority with which he taught? It was different from any other. That word authority included the idea of power. Jesus was clear and the people were convinced that he spoke for God. In a special way, in a unique way. Jesus was God's spokesperson, totally different from the other teachers of the law. The human teachers often quoted others as authority. They often appealed to tradition for authority. They had no authority in themselves. As they spoke and taught the law, they appealed to and reflected its authority. They stood under the law, but Jesus stood above the law. Don't miss that crucial point. Every human teacher stood under the law's authority, but Jesus stood above it. He was the lawgiver himself. That's what gave him his unique authority, which no other teacher of the law possessed. He could determine the continuity of the law, how it should be lived out in this new era, as this Sermon on the Mount shows. He could interpret it and authoritatively say what it meant today. The scribes didn't have that authority. The people, the Jews listening on that hillside, recognized Jesus' unique authority, and they were amazed. There really was a huge difference between Jesus and the other teachers of the law. Now, the word teaching in the phrase, the crowds were amazed at his teaching, is the Greek word didake, which refers to both content and manner. The crowds were astonished at both. Apparently, Jesus' authority became evident in what he said and in how he said it, content and manner. Unfortunately, we humans now read the words of Jesus And for the most part, we remain unmoved. Perhaps if we could hear him speak, we would be more moved, but we can't. Perhaps if we would realize who it is who spoke those words recorded in our Bibles, we too would be amazed and overwhelmed. We still have Jesus' words. Read them, study them, think about them. Certainly, Jesus' words deserve that much. I guarantee you if you'll come to his words in that way and with faith in his person, you too will be overwhelmed. As I read these words of Jesus from Matthew 5 through 7 in preparation for these programs, and as I focused on them, I must admit, I received a new appreciation of Jesus' uniqueness, of his power, wisdom, and glory. Reading these words with an open heart for Jesus and with an open mind for truth will convince even the hardest heart that Jesus was not just another human who loved and obeyed God's Word. He was and is the Word of God. I am not surprised at this Jewish crowd who sat on that hillside and heard the Lord Himself. I'm not surprised that they were overwhelmed. Evidently, no one in that crowd of Jesus' people, according to the flesh, missed his power and content and manner as he spoke. They must have been convinced that he was indeed the Son of God and their Messiah. Would that not only his people, according to the flesh, but everyone would hear Jesus that way. I wish I could have been there and experienced that same emotion and faith. I say it's tremendous to read his words but it must have been something else to hear them from the lips of the Lord himself. But no one will be overwhelmed unless the Spirit of God moves in the reader's heart and the reader allows him to do so. It's possible for humans to read these words of Jesus and remain totally unmoved. What a tragedy when the Spirit is unable to get through the hardened heart open your mind open your heart and let jesus words speak to you today there will never be a better time
2: Trust in God and see Spirit's light. But when the the crushing bed is gone, the doubts and fears set in. We feel as though we're all alone. The search for God begins. Have you ever searched for God? Have you ever searched for God? Where is the Lord?